Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. What happens after you die? And I'm looking at the email here. It says, I love your show. I wish it was on every night. I'm writing to see if you would talk about what happens when we die. It fascinates me. All the best. Sandra. So, Sandra, by the way, if you're listening, you're welcome to ring in and get involved in what you believe happens after you die. So there's many theories out there on what happens after you die. The number one theory in the world is you go to some sort of godly place like heaven. That's the number one theory, isn't it? Because six billion people in the world have a religion or a faith. And no matter which religion or faith that you have, they all have the same kind of theory that you head off to some fantasy land in the sky where you meet all the people who have died before you. Um, and that's religion. Then the other theory is, I mean, some, I wouldn't say religions, but cultures have this belief that we have not a soul as such, but something that lives on, like an energy that lives on and maybe moves off to a kind of parallel world to somebody else's life. That's another theory. And then the final theory or on the least, well, I suppose, I don't know if it's the least popular theory. The second theory is probably called spiritual. But the least popular theory is that you go into the ground and they throw a load of muck on you and that's the end of it. And nothing happens. And that's my theory. <laughs> probably. It, although I don't think it ever happens. And if you heard my theory, you think I was actually bananas. My theory is we never actually die. That's my theory. We don't actually die. We never die. That we die to the outside world and to everyone around us, but we actually never die. That we then continue on in an alternate life or we continue on in a parallel universe or I'm very scientific about how I think about this. I can't even explain my own theory, but that's my theory, that we only die in the eyes of others, but in our own mind, we don't die. Um, it's kind of like when you dream. Do you know when you, when you dream, you're living an alternate life? Kind of similar, I suppose. Now, there is an argument against that. The argument against that is what happened before you were born? Nothing. So why do you believe something happens after you die? Well, there you go. Anyway, so what happens after you die? What do you think happens? I'm really interested to know, by the way. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. And I, would I do respect everybody's views because there's no right answer to the question. There is no right answer. We're human beings. We don't have the capacity to understand nothingness. And that could be an answer. Nothing happens after you die. You just die. Which is a very morbid thought. Uh, Morris, hi, how are you? People get rich after you die because you leave a will and they get everything you ever worked hard <laughs> for less than for nothing. That's exactly what happens. They won't be getting rich they won't be getting rich on my will, I can tell you that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm giving her all I, I didn't work I didn't work in RTEs. <laughs> they won't be getting I rich know, on mine. Yeah. So Morris I what? believe you didn't yeah, go, go, go ahead. You believe they didn't what? I believe they're, they're after cancelling the Christmas tree over an RTE to save money. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. Anyway, listen, talking about the spirit world, I remember many years ago we had a discussion and there was two books I read. One was by an Irish man and one was by an American psychiatrist or psychologist, Dr. Brian Weiss, Dr. Brian, W-E-I-S-S. -S, and he wrote a book called Many Lives and Many Masters. And he goes around the world at conventions. And then I read a book about an Irish man called Paddy O'Connell. And he wrote My Journey Through the Spirit World. And mm. if you read either of those books, you'll get answers. But my real opinion is like you. 
You sounded a bit like Tom Cruise there, like a bit of Scientologist. No, no, I know. I know. It does sound like a bit of fantasy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, It sounds a bit like that. But I've I've been the same like you, and I'm 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 really very strongly connected to what the Native American people did and the First Nation people in Canada. They believe we come from the stars. We're star people. Um, were orbs, like you said, that have been given a body. Yeah. Not not a soul that's been... We're, we're not a body with a soul. We're a soul with a body or an orb with a body. So when your air body finishes up, yeah, you go off somewhere else, your energy goes somewhere else, and you, do, you can stay in that energy field. Or, like some people believe, you could be reincarnated and your slate is wiped clean and you start off, you're born again. And if you're born... See, here's life. the thing. If you're born again or you're put into yeah. another little body, right... Do you yeah. remember your previous life? Because you're all, no, you, no, you don't. It's like no. a brain. It's a wipe. No, it's, it's like a, a recess. No, no, some people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. You remember Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the film uh, Total Recall or something? Yes, yeah, called, yeah, you yeah. Remember? And he yeah. had flashbacks. Yeah. But regardless, you see, this is how people were manipulated. Like you said, the religious got a hold of this and start saying, "No, if you do this and do that, you'll go to hell. And if you do this and you do that, and you go to heaven." Like I'll give you an example about being funny. Uh, or uh, fifteen Irish people arrived up at the gate hey, to heaven, right? Yeah. Um, they were actually been in a crash, and uh, Saint Peter said, "We oh, only have seven people down here dying in that crash, so you better start to who's coming in, who's coming out, because we're not letting fifteen in." <laughs> so we went. He went in, and he's talking to God, and he comes back out, and there's nobody there, and he runs back in, and he goes, "They're gone. They're gone." And God says, what, the Irish are gone? He says, no, the gates are gone. So do you think the idea of heaven, which is the religious idea, yeah. do, you, do you think uh, that's nonsense? Yeah. Do you think it's real? I, I see it's put into us at a very young age now. I know. We're, we're, heaven, we're purgatory. Very young. Purgatory yeah. and hell. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, exactly. And the people, some say, people say hell is the earth we're living on at the moment. Yeah, hell ain't a bad place to be. Isn't that what ACDC but, said? Hell ain't a bad place and, to be. <laughs> exactly. And But, you know, recently I had a close friend that I lost very suddenly and yes. very sadly. Yeah, at a heart age. attack. Yeah, a heart attack. And, uh, uh, no, it was a brain tumor. Oh, actually. sorry, I do apologize. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a tumor. He was diagnosed in May now and uh, he's gone. And a great guy. You'd have loving him. You'd, have, you'd have put your arms around him and say, Jesus, I'm glad I met you in my life. One of those fellas, one yeah. of the good guys. But I believe we've lost him, like you said, physically. But spiritually, he's gone on somewhere else as a different energy. Mm. And he'll stay close to the ones that love him, i.e. his wife and two sons. You know? I, 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 it's a question that we would never know the answer to because no one's ever going no. to come back and tell us, right? But I often wonder, in your own mind, do you know you're dead? And and this is the one that puzzles me, even though I'm not spiritual, I don't believe in a God. Yeah. yeah. But but in saying that, it does it's mind blowing to think that everything yeah. just goes blank. Because even when you go asleep at night, you're still thinking or you're dreaming or whatever it is, you're in thought. So it's it's but kind even, of it doesn't it doesn't make much sense said, to us to, to die. You see well, that's one thing you're at the point now to me and what you said. You're talking about your earth mind. You're not talking about your spiritual mind. In one of the books that I read, basically if you get to where you're meant to be or you go, you just have to think something and it'll happen. Mm. I mean, just think of a computer, for example. Oh, exactly. Look at a computer, right? You've got a hard drive inside the computer and the hard drive is like your brain, let's just say, right? That's it. Okay. So you could smash up the computer. It'll never work. But the hard drive is still intact. So all the information is still there. 
So yeah. if somebody takes that hard drive and puts it into another computer, it should work. So what I, exactly. I, I, I think our, the information with us. I think our yeah. mind is a bit like that. I think our mind builds up a consciousness over time from the day we're born to the day we die. But I don't think yeah. we ever realize we're dead. That's just my theory. And, and, and one of the things in the book that I read was the only thing we're failing at as human beings here is we don't know how to cope with grief. We're not very good at coping with grief. Isn't that, isn't that equally bizarre, isn't it? As human beings, isn't it? we yeah. know the one thing in life we're sure of, apart from, hating the, apart from hating the government yeah. and paying tax, the one thing in life sure, that we're sure of is that we're going to die. We're di- they say you're dying from the day you're born, by the way. You know that, don't you? Oh, you understand. Listen, you, see if you recognise the words from this film. Death smiles at us all. All a man can do is smile back. I don't know it. What's the movie? Glad to hear. Wasn't a fan. Russell Crowe. Never was a fan. Didn't like him. Great Ma- film. Great film. Ex-Army man. Loved the fight. Loved the battle. But listen, Noel, in the, in the, in the spirit world, if I ever see you, I'll make sure you buy me a drink. Yeah, and I'd love to meet your friend, by the way, if we ever go there too. Yeah, right. he's a great guy. You would love him. All right, God listen, bless. Morris, thanks very much indeed. Uh, Joanna, hi, how are you? Hi, Noel, how are you? Good. Joanna, where do you go? I just think you go in the ground or you get burned and that's the end of it. That's, that's it. Over. Done with. Yep. Absolutely. But think of all the things that are going through your mind right now, apart from I like Niall Boyle and, well, and I love I'll, me kids tell, and all that kind of stuff, right? No, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you something now. Um, we've had two deaths in our family this year. I'm sorry to hear that. And, um, yeah, but me and my husband are like... Um, they're gone. They're just gone. We'll never see them again. No, you won't see I, them again. I, like, I, I, I'm just... I don't know. Unless, no, uh, unless somebody comes back from the dead and tells me different. Well, that's never happened. Well, then, exactly. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I just believe um, you're dead, you're dead. And you know something else now? I, all the war in the world and the children that are dying and mm. uh, how can there be a God? Because I stand up to him as gay born, you say, we got to the pearly gates, I'd say. And um, well, he was a bleeding, you know. Yeah. I know, I know. And we, know. we had that conversation last night and people who are religious will answer you as God works I'm, in mysterious I'm sorry, ways. I was in bed. I, I, yeah. I'm not sorry well it's mom that is sick. And I, so, I'm sorry to hear that, and I hope you get better soon. No, I'm grand. I'm grand. Okay, okay. But, but, um, but, yeah, but, the, you know but the, only, the only thing I'm saying, Joanna, is your theory, which is a theory that is shared by a lot of people, that we just go into the ground, you're covered in muck, and that's the end of it. It, it is quite final, isn't it? It's very final. And I, I just think um, if there is such a God out there that loves us all, and we died for him, and all that stuff, it's crap. You think it's crap? I'm just going to just say it's crap. I don't believe any of it. No, oh. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to offend anybody else. That's well, no, you're, no, you're entitled That's to your belief. That's just my belief. Yeah, you know. I, no, I, don't dis- yeah. I don't disrespect anybody else's belief, but you believe what you want to believe. That's fine. Okay, well, hold on a second. Let me go to Sharon as well. Sharon, hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good, Niall. Good. Sharon, I, I mean, even as an atheist, I find it difficult to understand that you're just covered in muck and, and you never have another thought. Yeah, that's why I was amazed when you said what you said, because I thought, you know, yeah, you you believe that we go on. I do, too. Mm. I do, too. I believe something goes on. Um, 
I thought if someone was an atheist, they just believed that that was the end when they go. Yeah, no, but, I, well, I do from a, from a human perspective, and I do believe yeah. it from the outside world perspective. In other words, people looking at you. In other words, as far as I'm concerned, when you pop your clogs, and I hope it's not too soon, when you pop your clogs, as far as I'm concerned, Sharon is gone. Or when I pop my clogs, Niall is gone, from your point of view. But from my own point of view, it's hard for us to understand how your mind, I'm not talking about a soul, I'm not being religious here, but how your mind can Mm. just suddenly stop. Yeah, because it seems like the most powerful computer ever made, doesn't it? It does. Now, I think science, science has a lot to, um, you know, say. I, I, I would trust science over just belief, to be fair. Well, the si- and, yeah, the um, science says there's no brain activity once you die. That's the science. But uh, your mind can't be measured on brain acti- with brain activity. Your consciousness can't be measured on brain activity. They can only measure brain activity on things that control your body. You know, the, the nervous system, et cetera, et cetera. But, but Sharon, so you think, what, do you think you go off into somebody else's body or you're reborn or what, what do you think, Sharon? Well, I think there's some sort of a consciousness and, um, you know, I find it strange when I hear stories of, say, little kids that don't, shouldn't know anything about certain things and they just come out with it. Mm. Like places or people they know about, you know? Yeah. And then myself, like when I was, I I felt an affinity with a certain ca- uh, place in America. And I, I had to go there. I just don't know why. And when I got there, I thought, oh, my God, this feels like home. Mm-hmm. I thought that was strange. You know, lots of little strange things like that. Yeah. I mean, we can only speculate now. All we can do is speculate. But I don't believe when we die, we're gone. That's it. Some part of us lives on, I think. I, I just see a text here. I think it's from Steve, actually. It says, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Oh <laughs> yeah, I know. I can only imagine. Uh, well, I'll read it verbatim and hope that it's okay. Energy can be he neither... He some very intelligent things, he does. Oh, now and again, he does, yeah. Energy can be neither created nor destroyed. I've heard that before. Only converted from one form of energy to another. Who knows what form of energy we become after death, perhaps a more enlightened one or even a dormant one. My theory is based on science and might surprise people. Well, it doesn't surprise me, Steve, that you would come up with something like that. And, and he's probably right. Mm-hmm. We are energy. Yes, that's, that's a very good way of looking at it. I would, I would really go with that. But apparently the scientists are looking into that. What could you call it? Do you know what I, say? I don't know, that part of us that they can't understand. I believe scientists are starting to accept that there's more now. All right, Sharon, stay with me. Let me go to Siobhan. She's been waiting ages there. I do apologise, Siobhan. Hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you, Siobhan. Now, Siobhan, it's a very difficult question to answer because nobody knows the answer, so we're all just surmising Mm. as to what happens. What happens when you die? Yeah. I think you make your own heaven. Okay. I think you you create... a, a little world of your own and the people that you loved in life, I think that they they join you in heaven. And you, you go in and out of each other's houses, heavens, like you do houses. <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. So there's houses in heaven. As well. I bet you they don't have a housing crisis. No, like, <laughs> like your, your, your heaven is your house. So like, 
I just pop over to my dad's heaven and I say, hello, dad, how are you? You know, and then we go down to like the Bob heaven. <laughs> and that's what we, that's I what we did. That. I that's a great to, idea. <laughs> I, honestly, I think that's Does what that I, I, I tell you why. Yeah. Oh, there, there is no such thing as housework up there. None at all. I seen, yeah. a, I seen a film years ago with... Um, I seen a film years ago with Robin Williams in it, and it was—I'm sure it was called "What Dreams May Come." And to cut a very long story short, he has two children. He's a psychiatrist. The nanny brings are bringing the kids to school one day, and they get killed in a car accident. And his wife kills herself, and he then has because she's killed herself. You know, she's—you yeah. know, she's a lost soul. So he has to then go and find her to bring her to his heaven kind of thing, yeah? Okay. And as And at the end of the film, when he steps into his heaven, imagine like a picture that's like paint by numbers. As he steps into his heaven, he paints the picture. It's a brilliant, brilliant film. Absolutely yeah, it sounds, sounds really nice. Film. I love Robin Williams, by the way. What a sad death and for, for a very yeah, what a sad amazing death. man. And, okay. and the, the irony, he killed himself, you know? Just yeah. awful, yeah. awful. But okay, yeah, so, I so well, I have to say, Sharon, I'm kind of liking Siobhan's heaven. <laughs> loving it, Niles, loving yeah. it. Yeah, and so you could have any, could I have a nightclub up there if I want to, and a radio station, Heaven, oh, yeah. Heaven yeah. FM. You, Heaven FM, yeah, Jesus FM, of course you can. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. All the things that you loved in life, the people that you loved in life, because you know who you're not going to, but nobody ever bumps into. Um, Michael Jackson or anybody up there, you know, they never come in on a reading, do they? No, so no. I think, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I and what about, all the, what about all the people you hated and all those negative people in your life? You're not going to meet them in your heaven, are you? No, you don't want them in your no, heaven. No, you're not, because you, you don't let them into your heaven, you see, and you don't pop around their house yeah. for a couple, so you're never going to see them again. That's really what I think. I hope, I hope that there is something after this, because <laughs> I would give anything to have just a, a five-minute conversation with my with my dad, and tell him that he was the best in the world. I I want to I want to see his face again, you know. And what I've, face? I've often thought about this. Okay, so when yeah. I think about my dad and my mom, right? What if I if yeah. you I just said to you immediately, right? Think of your dad now. Okay, what uh-huh. age? What age is he with, when you're looking at him now? Well, you know, when you're growing up, your parents look the same for like years and years. Yeah, so my yeah. dad always looked the same because he was bald from a young age. So he was he, your dad. He died yeah. at 59. Yeah. Oh, he died and quite when young. I, when you yeah. say that to me, he was very young. He was only a couple of months from retiring. Oh, and then he had a, a uh, heart attack and he died. And I was just off. I, loved, I was so pissed off that that happened to him. Why did that happen to him, you know? Yeah. And um, I never really believed in, you know, the Bible and all that, Christ. So I, I didn't ever really believe in that, even though, and my, but my dad did, right? Yeah. And I know that when he was dying, he knew that he was dying. He knew that he was, time was up for him. And I, I know that it gave him some comfort. And that's the, you know, that's important to him. So whatever anybody believes in, if it brings them some comfort, so, I'm, so I'm the image you have it, of your you know? dad, the image of you have of your dad, was he forty-five in that image, or is he? It's not obvious. I tell you what, yeah. now, if I think of my dad, he's either got a pint in his hand and a, and he's laughing, or he's been, he's got his knee on like a 
a bench, a fag in his mouth, and he's got one eye closed and he's sawing something and he's asking me. Yeah, well, I, I, when I think of my dad, I think of when I was kind of 14 and he was probably in yeah. his 50s, maybe, I don't know, 40s, mm-hmm. late 40s. And that's the the image I have of my father. He not, My father, I think he was grey from the day he was born. <laughs> but he always kind of had this <laughs> salt and pepper hairstyle. Never lost a blade of yeah. hair on his head, by the way. Never lost a tooth. Never yeah. lost a blade of hair on his head. Uh, Sharon, when you think of your dad, is your dad still with us, Sharon, or...? He's 80 now. He oh. was 80 just recently. Good man. He looks about 60. Okay. Good man. Well, that's great. I love that. <laughs> and is your mum still with us, Sharon? <laughs> no, she died when I was quite young now. Okay. Okay. And, and But you know, now, yeah. I'm always told my grandmother, I, I only met a girl on the bus the other day. Uh, we we got talking about angels and uh, she said to me, you know, your, your grandmother is around you. And... I said, everybody I speak to who has those angel kind of, you know, things yeah. going on or mm. any kind of fortune tellers, mm-hmm. they always say, your grandmother. I, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't believe fortune tellers. I don't believe psychics are fortune tellers. I well, think. this girl says she, now this right. girl, yeah. I have to tell sure you now, she, she said she works for Jesus Christ. She right. said she is. She talks. Yeah, well, anybody who tells you she works for Jesus Christ clearly needs to go and talk to somebody about, you know, counselling or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but I love <laughs> With the greatest respect, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to work for Jesus Christ. I wonder, does he pay well? Uh, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Mark. No, it gives people comfort. Yeah, well, I know. Well, I don't care whether it gives people comfort. If you're doing it for free and it gives people comfort, as long as you're not leading them astray or giving them false hope, that's fine. But if you're charging people, you know, to give them allegedly comfort, this um, woman raised five thousand euro for for a charity, mm. a very good Barristown or something like that. Okay, well, fair, fair enough. Okay, Mar- oh, hang on a second. Let me go to Martin. Martin, hi. How are you? I'm well this evening. Oh, good evening. Good, Thank Mar- you. Martin. Oh, I mean, lots, lots, of, lots of interesting good theories. Evening, yeah, lots of interesting theories about where you go when you die. Um. You know, it's very difficult for us human beings to believe that nothing happens apart from being flinged into the ground and muck thrown on top of us. We we all believe that there's something to do with our consciousness kind of going on. So, so obviously, as a Christian, you believe in heaven, I imagine. No. You know, oh, oh, yes, I believe in it. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I believe in heaven. I don't believe I'll go to heaven. Do you not? I believe I'll be... Re- Pardon? <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't believe you go? Why? No, 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 no. Let, let, let me explain. I'll make a few points here. <laughs> I believed that I won't go to heaven because I was created as a corporeal being. I was created with a physical body to enjoy and experience life in a physical body. When God created, when God started on creation, he created the heavens, he created earth, he created beings or individuals, for want of a better word, to live in heaven. And he created beings to live on earth. Now, Creation fell because of Adam's sin. Mm. Adam was told by God that he wasn't to eat fruit from the tree in the garden. Now, most people say it was an apple tree. Nobody knows what kind of a tree it was. But basically, if you can imagine, you know, Adam woke up after being created. He hadn't existed beforehand. And all of a sudden, here he is in this marvelous creation. And God told him, don't Don't eat eat anything. Don't eat, don't eat from that tree because that belongs to me. Now, if you imagine you're trying to teach a child to respect your sovereignty over something and you say, look, there's a box of sweets 
I'm taking this one. This one's mine. It's no different to any of the others. All the others are delicious. But this one is mine. And if you respect me, you won't interfere with it. You won't touch it. You won't eat it. That one is mine. Okay? So, before Adam and Eve had children, Adam, Eve was tempted, was, was actually, she was deceived by, and people are going to say, oh, I don't care. I'm telling you what I read in the Bible. Eve was deceived by Satan. Adam wasn't deceived. He knew, but he was drawn out by the desire for his wife. It was after their fall that they had children. And what happened was, it was because Adam and Eve had affected the connection that they had with their creator, their life force wound down and they eventually died. But they had children beforehand. And if you look at the if you look at the chronology in the Bible, the people who lived after Adam and Eve, the lifespans get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter as time goes by. Now the idea so are you saying, Martin, that we pass on our energy then to our offspring? No, what I'm saying is I believe in a resurrection. Because Mm. when God created the universe, and that raises the question that Steve asked or the point that he made, you know, and... Yeah, you can't destroy energy. Yeah. Exactly. So that energy always existed. So where did the energy come from for the start of the universe? Okay, explain to me. Well, hang on, just because I'm coming up to a break. Actually, let me just take the break now. No, actually, no, I won't. I have a little bit, a few minutes ago. What was going to say to you? So when you say you believe in a resurrection, of course, we all know what a resurrection is. Jesus died and came back three days later, right? But you believe there's a, there's a final day of reckoning, um, um, according to the Bible there is, anyway. And do you believe everybody then will, who passed away will all come back at the same time? Is it is that the idea of or well, the theory I, behind I, a resurrection? I don't, know that, I don't know that everyone will come back at exactly the same time. I would, I believe it will be staged, you know, there'll be there'll be stages in which people will come back. I don't Jeez, know what the it, government can't even look after five million people. What would it be like if we yeah, all come well, back? I mean, you, know, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't. I, I don't. Mind think the you, government could take care Charlie Hawhey would be back as well, wouldn't he? And Bert, you know, Bertie's not gone yet. Well, but Charlie would be back. The point, point I'm making, Noel, is that you know I believe in a God that created a fabulous, wonderful universe on a fabulous earth for us to live on. I don't know if we're intended to go out and inhabit other planets. Maybe that was part of the plan. I don't know. That's not covered. But the idea that I would be taken to heaven to live in a realm that was never, ever intended for me to be in doesn't make sense because I like, I like to go, you know, I like to go for a walk in the park. I like but but Siobhan's idea is wonderful, that we all make our own little heaven. Siobhan, in her heaven, if she wants to go for a walk in the park, she can. But you see, if, yeah. Siobhan, want, if Siobhan can make her own heaven, why can't she do it now while she's alive? While she has actual, while she's, while she's able to move and do things. You know, if, if that was the case... But she if, can if, if she if, wants to. She can go for a walk in the park, but it wouldn't be your safe. Li- if your life, if your life <laughs> well, is forced... Well, well, hang on. Siobhan just wants to say something to you there before I go to the break. Go on, Siobhan. Well, in in your own heaven, nothing can hurt you up there. You know, you've ditched all the arseholes. You're living a a great life. You don't feel those emotions like you you do on earth. You know, you just feel happiness because you're you're doing things that make your soul happy. How can you make yourself happy on earth? Are you mad getting up and you sell your soul every day, don't you, for a few bob? And then... And the end of the week comes, you give that away. Like, you can make yourself happy here. You can have moments of happiness, but okay. life is okay, really Siobhan. just... 
blitzing between one problem to the other, and that is life, isn't it? How, okay, how so can you, you, how can you have heaven down here? Children are dying, children are sick. Exactly. Like, I don't the, believe in God because if there is a God and He's so good and He does all these miracles, then why on earth are, are small children dying of cancer and having to anybody, anybody? Why? Why is that? Whole, I mean, what is the purpose of that? What is the, the point whole, of that? I can't be a part of that. I'll explain to you for you. Boy, I, boy, I believe very, very quickly in the camera. Happen. Yeah, very quickly. Okay, very quickly. Those things happen because Satan told Eve that you don't need God to have a happy life and to to you know to to do what you want to do. You don't need God, and God had told Adam, "Yes, you do. If you if you if you actually you know if you eat the if you eat the the fruit of that tree, if you disobey me, what will happen is you will die and your life." And Adam did die, so did Eve. Now, we're living with the consequence of that lie that human beings don't need God. And when Jesus returns and brings us... But that doesn't answer the question, Martin, really. And it's the same question Stephen Fry asked Gabe Byrne when they talked on the meaning of life. You know, what sort of God would, you know, inflict a young child only literally born with a, with a deadly illness? Yes, but you see, the point is, Niall that God can bring every one of those individuals back and they can live a perfect life. But it has to be proven first. Why didn't he just just do it the first time around? He was doing it the first time around. But then Satan... Hang on, hang on. I'll I'll answer the question. Satan posed the lie. And that lie has to be answered. God could have just said, Satan, you're dead. You're, you're, You're out of here. You're gone. He could have done that, but that wouldn't have answered the underlying question. The underlying question still has to be answered. Do we need God? Do we need to acknowledge that we have a creator and he knows what's best for us? Now, the idea that God, you know, if, if God is the perfect individual, the idea that he would take anyone, no matter who they are or what they've done, and punish them perniciously, as, as Stephen Fry said, for, for an eternity... Is absolutely outrageous. All right, let me go to uh, Breda, if I can. Breda, hi, how are you? Um, and welcome along to the show. We're talking about, of course, what happens after you die, Breda. Oh. Well, I think we go to a different dimension. I don't think we just dissipate and we become nothing. Um, the house my mum and dad moved up to, the last home they lived in from when I was 13, we went along in the house, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, I could hear heavy breathing in the corner of my room. This is the truth now. And this went every night at exactly three o'clock in the morning. I'd hear this. <gasps> and I was like, oh, mother. Anyway, I said it one day down at the table. But my father was hearing the exact same thing. And we got a mass said, and the house had been blessed and everything. And they all said, that was it. Once we told the soul that we had prayed for them and whatever, it stopped. Um, so you, so you believe in spirits? You believe in ghosts, or so I, to speak? Oh, I do. I, I believe there's a presence. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've, we had a presence in this house um, a long time ago as well. Um, and Jenny used to have a little friend, um, uh, Miles, and he used to hit her and everything. And I mean, it was like, I watched her one day playing, and she pulled her arm back when he hit her, and she went, oh, don't hit me like that. And I used to have to give out to him. But it, but haven't scientists come up with answers for all these things, particularly in relation to children's imaginary friends, that children's imagination starts to develop very quickly at a certain age 
And because their imagination has not been stimulated, they stimulated themselves by inventing friends that they can genuinely believe they can see and they're talking to, but they don't really exist. Well, I don't know. I, I think they do. I personally think they do. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I've definitely felt people. I've felt a sense people. My, a good friend of mine died when she was 51. And the day of her funeral, a big white feather came floating down and landed on the top of her hearse. And I've had several white feathers here since my mum and dad but passed. I, I, I hate to be really sceptical, Brida, and I, and I don't because I love you to bits, right? And I hate to be so yeah. sceptical. But when I hear people saying, oh, look at that, a feather falling from the sky, it's a sign. Where else would a feather fall from? Because but that's where the why, birds are. I, I was having a really bad time after Mammy died. And I came home here one day and I, I, I know Jenny had been gone since that morning and I had gone out or whatever. And I came home and there was a big, and I mean a big white feather, about three inches long on the, on the floor in the kitchen. And there was no windows open, no doors open. How do you explain where that feather came from? Well, I'm, I can't obviously explain because I wasn't there, but I'm sure there's a logical explanation for it. Well, no, I don't think so. I think that was my mother saying to me, You'd be, everything would be okay. I'm still here. And you know I'm what, Brida, if that gives you comfort, I'm all for it. I think that's great if it gives you comfort. I, I'm a bit more logical, and I suppose I would always look for the logical reason behind everything, and yes. that's just me. But okay, but getting, getting back to when we die. So when, I mean, I, I, gosh, and I don't I hope it doesn't happen soon, but when you finally take close your eyes for the last time, where do you think you're going? What, what do you think it looks like? What's your, your vision of it? is that I see everybody that I love that's gone before me. Um, a bit like that other lady. I think, you know, I'll, I'll see all my friends that have passed on. I'll see my parents that have passed on. My granny and granddad, everybody that has gone before me, I think, might be in my own little heaven like Siobhan. Was that lady's name, Siobhan? Siobhan, yeah, yeah, that was a nice idea. Yeah, like yeah. Siobhan said, I think it's a lovely idea. Mm. You know, and as she said, you don't see any of the arseholes anymore. <laughs> all the negative <laughs> I, people are gone. I can live with that. Yeah. Well, will you still have Ireland's classic hits, though? You know, I mean, will you still? <laughs> no, we'll have we'll have um, Niles' um, heavenly hits. That's what <laughs> heavenly, <laughs> heavenly hits. Well, I did say we could have Heaven FM. Yeah, that that'll be yeah, okay. Gonna, yeah, yeah, and we won't be telling you to shut up up there. Yeah, I like. I know. mean, I, I want to come back to Martin just before I go to Steve. Martin, listen to Breda, and Breda uh, typifies exactly the way most people feel. And to me, without being insulting to Brida and other people who feel like that, I believe they feel like that out of a sense of fear because they don't, because it's very difficult to believe there's nothing when you die. And the idea of meeting all those who have died before you helps us to get through the grief during life when people pass away. But yeah, I don't but fear I, dying, Niall. No, I don't fear dying. No, I know, I no, I know that. I, I know that. I, and I can see why, by the way, and most people don't, and for that reason that there's hope or faith. But, but sorry, just in a, Martin, do you sorry. think? Yeah, no, that's okay. I mean, Martin, do you think that that people cling on to that idea that it helps mm. them through life? They do, Niall. But I, I, I can only keep coming back to the. I live the life I live. I live in a in a physical body. I enjoy the no, things I enjoy. Hang on, hang on for a second. I live in a physical body. You know, everything I experience is through that body. Yeah. It makes no sense to me that when I die, I now go to somewhere better or worse. 
That makes no sense. You know, when it comes to why? things like finding feathers, uh, pardon? Why, why don't you feel that that can happen? Because that makes no sense to me. It's completely illogical. And when I hear people talk about things like um, feathers or butterflies appearing at funerals or it was my, my, my aunt's favourite butterfly or favourite board or whatever landed on the coffin, that to me just, it, 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 sometimes that's just pure coincidence. But sometimes it plays into what Jesus said, that Satan is the father of the lie. And he continues the lie. He continues to, to, to convince people that things are not as they really are. And he's being... He's, so, so he's been believe, given, I presume you believe the Bible. Like you, you talk like you know an awful lot about the Bible. Well, he I does, yeah, he's a Christian. I believe the Bible. Yes, I believe the Bible. I also believe in science. I've, I've, I've read numerous science books. I, you know, but, I, but, I, but science I, completely I, contradicts the Bible. Like the Bible no, is science no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No. So, pardon? The Bible is man-made. The Bible was made by man. Well, it wasn't made by man. It was recorded by man, but it yeah. wasn't made by man. Okay? Now, when it okay. comes to science, there are numerous scientific um, principles and directives and truths in the Bible. I mean, the Hebrews, the Jews, they were told, you know, in the case of when somebody dies, you, you, when, you, when you're dealing with someone who dies, you have to, you have to uh, wash yourself, you have to wash your hands, you have to, you have to stay away from, from other people for a certain number of days, depending on what the manner of death was if someone died from a disease, at the same time that other populations and other, other societies were, were actually worshipping the dead and handling them and doing all kinds of things, certain... certain. No, I, yeah. I, think, the, I think the point Breed is making, just very quickly, Mark, because I need to go to Steve, the point very quickly Breed is making is that in a lot of cases, science contradicts the Bible and the Bible contradicts science. And, you know, and that can be shown very easily by the fact that the vast majority of scientists don't believe in God. Yeah, and the vast majority of, of so-called scientists are particularly um, um, astrophysicists mm. believe in dark matter. Now, where is this dark matter? Yeah, well, that's, what I'm, well, no, well, that's what I'm saying. There is a contradiction between the two. So, so, yeah. yeah, so you see, sorry, Niall, but you see, that's just as much a religion. It's a belief without, with, it's a faith and a belief without actual proof. Well, you're talking about dark matter, but, you know, when we took look at science, yes, much of it is hypothesis, but a lot of it is based on evidence. Okay, but we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second. Not all of it, obviously. Martin and Breed, I just want to go to Steve as well. Steve, hi, how are you? I am going to melt your brain. Oh, don't do that. I can't do that this hour of the night. <laughs> okay, so, there's a, I'm going to have to explain this to you like you're a child, but just bear with me. I'd rather me. you didn't patronise me before you start, but no, go on. No, yeah. this is not patronising, this is just, I have to, this is how I have to do it. So, you know what a hard drive is, Noel, obviously, obviously it's a yeah. hard drive from a computer. Yeah. Have you ever looked under a microscope at a hard drive? Well, are you talking about the old style hard drives, which is a platter, essentially? Yeah, magnetic yeah, platter. A disc. Yeah. 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 So do you know what's on it? Uh, I would imagine it's binary. I imagine it's just um, little on-offs, basically. Yeah, well, uh, yes, that's exactly what it is. It's dots and dashes. It's binary code. So the best scientists in the world have said that the memories are stored in the hippocampus in the brain. Now, 
any type of memory needs data storage that can be recalled, like on a hard drive. And you can look at a hard drive under a microscope and you can see this. But no scientist has ever found memories actually stored in the brain, no form of any pattern whatsoever, which to me then leads me to believe that the brain is nothing but a receiver. And our consciousness lives in the metaphysical world, and we just receive our consciousness into this body. That is what I believe in. And I know it sounds crazy, but you look at people who have brain damage. What has happened there? They have damage to receiver, and they're no longer getting the signals in. You look at, um, you know when people go, oh, God, I thought my phone was going to ring, and it actually did ring. That has been proven that your brain... Yeah, or you, th- or you think of somebody that you haven't seen in years and all of a sudden they just happen to ring you that's that different. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, no, well, that's, that's different. Well, I know they refer to that as the law of attraction. But they, they also talk about the brain does send out signals, like a, like a little radio station, I suppose, and it does send yes, out... They, they believe the brain may send out signals, and that's how they believe that some people may be able to communicate without actually speaking. Uh, but, but, I, but I don't know how true that is. Well, you see, they, they've done experiments in relation to identical twins who can feel each other's emotions and pain and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I, don't, I don't know. They, these are all just theories, I suppose. But, but that, okay, so what... They're, they're theories. What happens but when you die? It has been proven that that feeling of the phone ringing is basically your brain, brain picking up on the electrical frequency yes. coming through milliseconds before it actually happens. Just like in the old school days when we had the 087s, but it wasn't... Well, it's kind of changed now with GSM. But that thing where your radio used to go just before yeah, the, exactly. just before the phone would ring. Okay, so yeah. Steve, we okay. I get everything you're saying there. I'm not going to disagree with you because none of us even know the truth. So what happens when you die? When this body that you're in, this receiver dies? Technically, technically the receiver just dies, and you still exist in the metaphysical world. And what I think happened, or what I hope happens, is that it's just a loop that we live in. Because if you look at the Big Bang theory and the Big Crunch theory, it all suggests that we've already lived in this loop already. The Big Bang, which was the explosion outwards, then when everything slows down, gravity takes over, it all comes back into that point, that one single point, and the Big Bang happens again, and it just loops. So what, you just live the same life over and over again? Yeah. Yeah, why not? boring, isn't it? Well, a few things I'd like to change. That's the genius of it. That's but, the but, genius but, but, of but, it. Would somebody not write stuff down for me that I can bring with me, that I could change and maybe obviously, do it differently? Obviously not. <laughs> Clearly not. But uh, here's the thing, though, Niall, and, and the genuine question. Would you want to remember your past lives? Would you? Yeah, would of course. You want to remember? Oh God, yeah. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Because I'd like to see where I went wrong and not make the same mistake. Okay, again. so you so you'd want to remember your maybe your mother or father dying a million times to know that pain over and over again. But you're, absolutely I, I not. Pain, I, but I know the pain every day now. It, that's that's never going to now change. Now multiply so. it by a million. Multiply but it by I, a million. I, I still I, I don't think that the intensity of the pain will ever be any worse than what it is now. So <laughs> of course that's just that that's just you thinking that. But it would be it would be a raw deal if you could remember absolutely each and every reiteration of the life that you had. You wouldn't be able to exist as a human being. Maybe children you gave birth to and all the wonderful things that have happened through your other lives. I mean, it's not all doom and gloom. We, we, no, know. no, but we t- no, but it's it's the bad things that scar us, and that's what we all have in common. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Nile Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.